generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Psalm 133, let's go real quick. Let's read together at the count of three to one. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head running down the beard, the beard of Aaron running down on the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing. What is the blessing? Life forevermore. So wherever there is unity or bonding in God's way, number one, there's a commanded blessing. Number two, there is life. What it means is if bonding brings blessings, then a breaking of godly bonds can attract curses or the influences of curses. It also means that if godly bonds can accentuate the presence or the manifestation of the life of God, wherever there is strife, there's going to be a restriction of that life. Airflow restricted. Somebody say, not here, not here, not here. Say, my airflow is not restricted. Now, in the first sense, for those who are not here, we listed five major reasons why God instituted bonds, and there are different kinds of bonds. Now, we'll go through some of them. Is the bonds number one for divine distribution? Because through the umbilical cord, or a straw, or a pipeline, or a, a, a junction box, or something, a connection point, resources can flow, virtue can be uh, dispensed. Um, vital elements can be carried across. Number two, we spoke about development. Most of us never reach our greatest potential by ourselves, so God puts us in bonds, in communities, in marriages, in fellowships, in families, in mentorships, in internships, and that will force us to develop. Most of us will be a witness to the fact that there were certain people in our lives that were instrumental in sculpting our gifts or our abilities. Uh, so, for example, if you're a singer, like the singers here, many times you serve under a music director or a vocal trainer who pushed you out of your comfort zone, <laughs> who stretched you and made you feel like, you know, come on, calm down. We're just trying to record your song here. We're not trying to die, right? <laughs> but they really just push you. Or if you have a, a gym instructor, right? And some of your gym instructors are saying, do it, lift it, lift it. One for your girlfriend, right? Just to motivate you because even though you could have done it, you needed an external stimulation to ginger you. There's somebody here, right? Um, most of us don't come to the place of full development by ourselves. So we need to be in bonds to be able to stretch us, to be able to equip us, and to be able to empower us. Number three is that uh, bonds help us with displacement. So we use the analogy of a baby and we spoke about how the baby is in the, the mother's womb, right? And then has to be fed with the mother's womb. It's carried by the mother. It's nursed by the mother even when it comes out. We also use Pastor Larry as an example. And I said, um, so the fact that you're connected does not mean you're in communion. So if you're connected but not in communion, the people around you can be moving. And instead of you moving, in other words, enjoying displacement with them, you can become averse. You can feel like, you know, their own is too much and vice versa. Number four, dominion. Dominion is not a personal project. Dominion is a corporate project. God blessed them and said, have dominion. So it's a shared inheritance in Christ. Number five, destiny and destinations in God. Please write this down. Without, without any of those five things in a bond, if you're in a bond, uh, and these five things are not there, it becomes a binding or a bending. If you're in a, in a place of emotional attachment or liking or linkage or affection or soft spots or connection or in my space and you can't see any of those five things there, it's a bonding or sorry, it's a binding or a bending. However, what is also true is that whenever those bonds last longer than they should, then it becomes a bondage. Because it's a bond that has lasted for an age longer than the age it was designed for. It becomes a bondage. 
so the same relationships that can enrich and equip and support you if you're in those relationships longer than necessary it becomes a bondage now how many of you have gone back to your primary school or secondary school and everybody was so excited ah we remember bukola now bukola the national anthem singer ah every time she sang the song we always won the entire school singing competition uh -uh. bukola b bukola b with the honey voice and all of that right now they liked you so much in your school but did you go back there so liking is not the primary prerequisite for staying right they liked you no love lost but ground will be lost if you stay there longer than you should be is somebody here so oh he likes me i like him we like each other that's not enough for it to translate into a long-term or lifelong relationship you notice the strategic transitions in your life you either outgrew the place the place outgrew you or your assignment was in another place so the bible makes it very clear was in the book of mark you can find it for me media is not in my outline but you can find it where jesus had healed so many people and then everybody was basically looking for him and they were sort of like begging him to stay and jesus said i must go into other cities also he said because i'm sent to preach there too so you must be you must understand something that every bond that is a healthy bond is seasonal even marriage ceases at the point of death. Are, are you here? The only bond that is supposed to be eternal is you and Christ. Because in the world beyond here, there is no marriage. Someone says, ah, that's why I have to do it now quickly before this age ends. Marry age. This is the age in which you marry right in the dispensations of time all right but he said to them i must preach the kingdom of god to other cities also for this what purpose i have been sent so one of the major things that defines the tenure of a bond is the purpose for it once you don't understand the purpose for a bond the bond can become bondage because it's going to last longer than it should every purpose has a time ecclesiastes 3 tells us that that for every theme there is a season there is a time for every purpose so whenever the purpose of a thing has expired and you're still in that place guess what's happening it's a bending a binding or bondage let me give you an example how many of you had friends or maybe uncles and aunties when you're growing up remember particularly in yoruba land in the Igbos used to call it some something else mazi maybe you help me with what the Igbos used to call it can you tell me what it is you don't even know what it was Unime. is that freedom so your uncle or your auntie will be like ah move by freedom like if they were interning with a, a tailor or a mechanic did you ever hear it huh Mufeshe. Okay, they used to collect it. They used to make it. Mufeshe. freed. Huh? Tell me. Mufeshe freedom. Now, what does I see? Even that expression is quite abusive. What do you feel? The sudden you've been bound. What it means is you've walked in this place for maybe two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years, and they feel like you have enough of the fun fundamentals to be able to launch yours or start your business or your enterprise or your outfit, and then they do a ceremony and they sort of celebrate you like a send forth party. Now, many times before that happens, many times before that happens, particularly in Africa, you know, there's a lot of murmuring and grumbling. I guess acting as if you not heard people murmuring. Murmuring. And the same thing can happen in relationships. That when you're in a friendship or a relationship that has outlived its purpose, that becomes counterproductive. And the longer you stay, the more difficult it becomes. Now, of course, I'm not talking about the first, uh, the first hint or the first sight of pain. Like we used that example in the first service. There needs to be some needlework and some knitting and everything. But I'm talking about when you know the purpose for this thing is over and you're still in that place. Then where, what used to give you pleasure or satisfaction begins to bring some kind of irritation. True or true? All right. So when it becomes longer than necessary, it becomes a bondage 
also if there's any relationship you're in whether it's spiritual fellowship church ministry romantic platonic and you can't find any of those five things in there it can become a distraction because what you have is just fluff or likability or vibe or energy and all so let me give you seven of bonds seven kinds of bonds so that you can examine the different areas of your life and whenever there is any kind of bonding um you can begin to interrogate or investigate to know who fits and where so let me start with the very the number seven points let me start is number seven I'm going to seven but i'm going to start with the seven points and i like alliteration so i have them in f's number seven bond is fantasy bond now what's a fantasy bond a fantasy bond is the bond where all of a sudden you just believe that somehow the goodness of God concerning your life is deep enough to ensure you are the person Idris Elba marries. Wow. Uh, am I talking to somebody? You looked somewhere. Oh, today! <laughs> My wife spoke at, at an event. My wife is on fire. She's speaking at different places and all. Spoke, spoke at, at a ministry this morning. I should say she used that same example now let's all just relax nobody's judging you but if you've had a celebrity crush or celebrity longer let me tell you my own as a teenager i just felt like Halle Berry was like pardon uh, my wife is saying gabriel union because i've mentioned her quite a number of times <laughs> because i like union <laughs> and angel gabriel in the bible brings good news so a union based on good news is what Gabriel you ah! is the wisdom for this. the spontaneity. It's very difficult for you to catch me. <laughs> so mine was Halle Berry much earlier and then Gabriel Union. I don't know. All that stuff. Right right so ask your neighbor who was your celebrity crush i, I was going to come to that who, let's start with who was <laughs> all right now ask who is the current Pardon? i didn't hear that Tom Holland. Oh, Tom Holland. Oh my gosh, are you serious? So you don't like butterflies, you like spiders. Right? So you just, I don't, you, it doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't make sense. But you can get to a point where you're forming a bond in your mind. Do you know it's true? I say this, you know, often, but there was a roommate that my wife had years and years ago i can't remember her name maybe it's great but she had this fantasy bond it was very strong on a radio dj uh called shala shala thompson or something i think it was right so she just liked the guy i used to write love notes not damage program real notes right they had never met but in her mind you are me i am yours I am yours anytime you want me in her mind now all of you some of you are laughing now but some of you are in a place right now where you have bonds with certain people maybe inside this place look at neighbor say it's not your fault Look at it, but say that's what chemicals do. <laughs> we have chemistry, we're chemical factories, right? So reagents react. <laughs> yeah. So fantasy bond. Now that's one uh, kind of fantasy bond. So maybe just like Daniel Craig, like the British thing. You know, the reason people like it was always the British, so British swag. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> over right uh what's this thunder guy shango the english version thor help chris helmsworth 
Hemsworth. Asgard. So, where you gonna have your honeymoon? Asgard. And for some people, are so paranoid about that, or they like a, a guy. <laughs> it's, pardon? It's funny, right? <laughs> exactly. The eldest son is saying Denzel, but if Denzel is almost seventy. So if they say a seventy-year-old man in your village. Be like, God forbid, God forbid, God forbid. Because sometimes you don't even sort of like control the parameters. Pardon? Idris Alba, you have a crush on just... I'm just joking. <laughs> So fantasy, but it's number seven. Put that's number seven because it's just. I just need to be aware that some points are just that. So they are not real. They are for virtual, the, the <laughs> metaverse. It's metaverse love, <laughs> right? Uh, so so that you can because when you can define certain things, it helps you to navigate more. It's difficult for you not to run into a wall you don't recognize. To recognize what it is, it's easier for you to navigate. Okay? So, fantasy bond, but that's number seven. The very first, let me tell you another thing about fantasy bond, right? Fantasy bond is also when you are creating out of your creative imagination a person that can never, ever exist. <laughs> Besides a hill. Lois, you get what I'm saying? Especially for those of us who are very creative and imaginative. Especially if you're very creative and imaginative and you are highly introverted. So you have a very deep inner world where you expound possibilities that may even give some angels ideas because they have not seen such before. <laughs> I remember uh, Dr. Mike Murdoch, he shared, shared a story about how, you know, he's very, he's, I think it's Melkler or something. So he's very particular and is very finicky and is very direct and is very disciplined and Mike Murdoch and all of this. So he came up with a list of all the qualifications he wanted in his wife. Long list, very thorough. You know, if, if you're male or claw and combine both, it can be very <laughs> it can be very somehow. Right. Um, pardon? <laughs> One of my friends in school used to call me exactly because it felt like just the way you stand and the way you look and the way you dress, exact, just exactitude. So he had this long list and it presented before God. And God said to him, Mike, according to what he said, if there was a woman like this, I would have married her. <laughs> so a fantasy bond is when you are using all your creative imaginations to produce a kind of person that will never exist. The reason that person will never exist is not because it cannot happen. It's because you are creating that imagination based on your current stage and state of life in which were you given that same combination five years from now, you will find something incomplete about him. It's like a church. So I'm looking for the perfect church. I'm looking for the perfect church. I'm looking for the perfect church. People say, now, if you were to find a perfect church, the moment you join that church, the church has become imperfect. Because now the imperfection that you brought to join the church has now spoiled the church. I'm looking for a perfect woman. I'm looking for a perfect woman. When you marry the perfect woman, you give the person an imperfect marriage. Because you're imperfect. You see what I'm saying now? <laughs> Look at somebody, say all of us, we have flaws. All. Look. Some of us, look at somebody, say all of us have flaws. Some of us are two story buildings, some of us are three story buildings. <laughs> duplex cyber skyscraper so many flaws so 
So when you say something like, oh my gosh, the man of God is married. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. Oh Lord, it's going to have whiskey's charisma, y'all. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Whiskey's charisma, Pastor Sam's credibility, Pastor Chris's anointing, when they call his voice. Something is about to happen. And Bishop's capacity, audacity, he will have faith with his charisma. Somebody say fantasy. And you can build such a cloud of data that you cannot download. <laughs> you are shooting a virtual movie on 4K. So when God sends you a two gig drive, it can never enter. So you're in this fantasy cloud for hours and hours or years. And then someone will say hi. <laughs> Not me. I remember there was one girl, I told my wife, there was one girl in the UK. PLT, do you remember when I told you there was one girl? Me, I'm, I was just being nice. So that's all I was being. You know, just being nice. Hi, do you know what a girl said? Not exactly. <laughs> do you remember? I, I never seen my response before in my life. Not exactly me. Really? Well, hello. You have to put the U and the R there. So fantasy bonds, we have all those things. I mean, we have it with women as well. And, you know, some of you, you want to marry a certain kind of lady because you feel like the curves and the shapes and all of there, all those things are there. Important, it's you, you want them. But <coughs> I've seen, what do you call that thing in, in, uh, in uh, physics? Something, expansivity. Linear expansivity. Of material shares <laughs> you started chemistry right chemistry okay no so let me tell you something about chemistry or chemical engineering you cannot graduate and forget <laughs> you cannot it's difficult because you it's difficult yeah I was ever like, not lie or anything I stood, I forgot. I can't remember one, maybe I can't ever remember. But I've seen linear expansivity happen to women. I mean, you'd be surprised at the generosity that goes on sometimes after maybe childbirth or time. So, what I'm saying is, don't create an idol in your mind and ask God for grace to help you worship it. Why people? Why that could work? Text, text me somebody. Don't. And when we want to talk about the prosperity of bonding, one of the things about bonding is I take you as you are, I take me as I am, and then we can walk through what we don't like. Not trying to impose on you what you don't have. Monini onini, you say monini, 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 monini. You're possibly in my life to help me develop it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's look at the typical bonds. Number one, the very first kind of bond that God establishes is a family bond. And the reason he establishes a family bond is that everything about human relationships are revolve around family. Everything. So the way you were brought up and how you were brought up will affect every other relationship in your life. Every other. Communication style, suspicion level, manipulation potential, respect or lack thereof. Some people they don't have spec, talk less of respect. So I say put the spec on it, put some respect on it. Is that what? <laughs> I like that short laugh she just did. Can you do it again? 
<laughs> it was it was so good. You know, I feel like we need to record some people's laughing, monetize it. It's like, yeah. So family bonds. This one's very basic: husband, wife, father and daughter, mother and son, father and son, mother and uh, son, mother and daughter brothers and sisters why does everything revolve around it because don't forget everything revolves around jesus colossians 1 15 colossians 1 17 and the family units that we see is the father and the son by the spirit so god himself at his core is a father he's a father now the father and the son have coexisted from before the beginning of time there was never a time the father existed without the son so god never had to wait to become a father so god does not know how to not be a father oh, y'all not getting that you gotta get that abraham became abraham he had to wait to become a father but god promoted him to the god zone and called him father of nations before he had any son to father because for you to manifest any God results in any area of your life, God calibrates you to a God zone about that thing. That's why you don't become a wife after marriage. You become a wife so that you can be found for marriage. please, could you come? The Bible says that he that finds a wife finds a good thing. Now, when, they, when a man wants to, yeah, there's some expressions I don't really like. When will you settle down? I don't like that expression. Did I tell you I was unsettled? <laughs> so, when will you settle down? Why? Okay, let's even settle up. I don't want to settle down. Let's settle up. People will say, ah, hurry up. I want to eat rice. You don't know where TMC is. Oh, yeah, Basira's rice. You, you don't know. Me, I want to wear suits. Ah, Mr. Ahmed can hook you up. GB style consultant. Do you hear what i Buy yourself your suit. However, when that man is ready to build a home with somebody else or build a life with somebody else, the man is not looking for a plaything or looking for a girl or looking for something to sport with. He's looking for a wife so if that person dresses like a club chick she will attract players because players are always looking for clubs and the transfer fee might be too expensive Off, I mean, Pidams is saying exactly everything I was sharing there. Even the few lines that I wrote down that I couldn't share. This transfer and loan thing, when I was explaining that your spouse is a gift from God, it's not really yours. So it's amazing. And one of the first things that Gift said to me when I got into the car is like, Elsie, you sound like Pidams. And I the power of a bond. But, that, but that's a divine distribution. I'm the vine of the branches. What flows in me flows in you. So that's, that's what God wants. God wants to fill the earth with the fullness of himself. But every tree has branches. And branches have patterns. So that's why you're in God. But God plants you in a local church. So this local assembly has a flavor. There is joy in the air. There's authenticity. There's connectivity. There's laughter. In some other congregations, they don't laugh. But the Holy Spirit is still there. They don't shout. Right? But God is still speaking there. Ah, you mean Makbariwo? Makbariwo! Philip and Harry, speak Daniel's new song. Right? So, <laughs> so, the thing is, 
that woman is in the club or whatever so this will help women i know people also will deal with it later and maybe some other of our you know minister vicky and pastor vicky and minister Ochi and some female leaders and i'm not saying because it's happening here but i want to give people perspective so that if you're tempted or you have friends like that if a woman dresses a certain way she attracts a certain kind of persons and so whilst you might be the one i'm looking at you are not the one i'm looking for and if all you are is eye candy feet him i take you to the candy shop Gen Z, they don't know. <laughs> Who knows what to say? All right, maybe it's better unknown, sir. And there are other ways to get power. I need to run. <laughs> so, so the thing is, she has to be a wife first that finds a wife the man is not looking for a plaything or a girl he's looking for a wife he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the lord are we getting this so the family bond the paternity of god is that god is father god cannot stop being father because his father did not start with the birth of the first believer his fatherhood has been eternal as soon as there was father there was son as soon as there was son there was father no waiting period this is the reason no matter what you have done it can always go back to your father see many people know god as george george did not start until years later when there was sin so if god could learn anything he had to wait a long time to learn to be a george the first thing he was was father so when jesus teaches us to pray he said pray this way our father words at heaven blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ so family is very important thank you very much ma'am family is very celebrate plt family is very important because it rules and governs every other thing if people were abused at home violence uh, in terms of violence or physical assault they are likely going to have suppressed anger or violence as they go right if people felt cheated with uh, the felt cheated at home they'll either grow up as cheats manipulators or schemers except they go through a process like we're going through in the course of this week number two is friendship bonds friendship bonds second kind of bonds are friendship bonds and then run friendship bonds and most of us know what friendship bonds are anyway but also your friends are so important generally in my life i've been very smart generally um now I'm, I'm just saying the truth yeah but i remember there was one class i think primary three or so primary primary two or so i uh, i remember the guy's name but i'm not sure i should call it just you know in case but but that guy was the first uh example of friendship in the wrong direction for me because all of a sudden for a particular term my grades went down my grades had aids right and everybody knew my parents knew me because I was always talking about the guy. Ah, this guy. Oh, this guy. Mm, that guy. This guy. So when my results were different, so I used to get maybe like 98, 95, you know, it's something that maybe like 71 or 72. My parents are like, there's something going on here, and they trace it to that guy. Sometimes you are on your own jejeli, and then somebody comes into your life, and your moral GP goes into lagoon front. All of a sudden things that you were not used to doing before to now become your daily routine what has happened a friendship bond has come into the place and has tilted or toppled over the trajectory of your life number three you have fellowship of faith bonds and what are faith bonds faith bonds are the bonds that we share generally 
um, as a ministry, as a team, the department, you're supposed to have a faith bond. Of course, you can have friendship bonds as well. But the reason I need to teach this is that some people, particularly, it happens a lot of ministries, they will say, oh, in that ministry, there are cliques. Listen, in every ministry, there are cliques. Because the fact that we share a faith bond does not mean I owe you a friendship bond. I don't owe you a friendship bond. We have the common faith. Down and lower, you hear what I'm saying? Let's get a seeing sake. Right? We have a, a common faith. So you're my brother in Christ. Does not mean I'm your friend in Jesus. What a friend we have. In who? Jesus. <laughs> Are you the friend inside Jesus? Maybe not. <laughs> That's the truth. Now, what do you need to have a faith bond? Believe in what you believe. You believe Jesus died. I believe Jesus died. You believe that he did not steal his body. I believe. Dan Baroba did not steal his body. <laughs> you believe that he resurrected on the third day. I believe that. You believe that he was resurrected. He's on the rise of the Father. Is that, that's okay. Now, whether you believe in baptism by sprinkling or salivation or whether you believe this communion is okay or you want bread on top of your own, whether you believe that the anointing is here or there's oil. Now, all those things are other issues. But faith is the fundamental of the cross. That sin is bad. God is good. God took the badness of sin upon Jesus and unleashed his goodness because badness cannot cover goodness. Do you believe? Yes, we are in faith business. Right? But then there's fellowship. So the fact that we're in faith does not mean I can fellowship with you. And sometimes this is why some ministries will not entertain other speakers. Because they don't believe certain doctrinal persuasions. It does not mean they are fighting. Let me just give you an example. How many of you have brothers and sisters? Do we all have brothers and sisters as close friends? So there's no fight now. Your brother in Christ does not have to be your friend in Jesus. Have I delivered somebody? Now, it does not mean you should be hostile or disrespectful or cantankerous or bitter. Ah, I'm not your friend. <laughs> no. That's the. Pardon? I just came to do my. No, no, that's not what we're saying. You're friendly, you're warm, you open the doors of your heart, you try to connect with people, you don't run out immediately after like something is chasing you. We thank the Lord. Pardon? Respond in your group chats. Right? So we have fellowship and faith bond. Now, what is a fellowship and what is the faith bond? This is the bond that God puts in place to salvage people who were affected by the breaking of this bond. If the first family had succeeded, you would not have made the church as you have it. So I need to think about that. That's why you're not going to find God is a pastor. You find God is a father. Fathers don't have churches. They have families. (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. Catch me if you can. But I'm not up for grabs. So, so a a fellowship and a family, that's what God put in place to help us when the first family broke because of sin. You know the story. So for those who may not have had the best or ideal families, it's all hope is not lost. You look at the way we run things in Kings and see the dynamics that go on. We don't lord it over you or try to wrestle you, manipulate you into stuff. You pick that and say, there can be a family of close people who will grow in this order. Are we here? Number four, for time's sake, then you get into some very interesting things. Number four is fruitfulness bonds. These are strategic and oftentimes seasonal bonds that help you accelerate the productivity of your faith, of your gifts, of your talents, and of your abilities. Fruitfulness bonds. They help you become more fruitful. 
So there are many writings, but we don't have time to explore all of them. When Paul would write to the church, he would say that your fruit may abide or your fruit may abound. In other words, he would say, I'm sending Timothy to you or I'm sending Titus to you to confirm you in the faith that you may abound in good works. There are relationships that God brings into your life that just galvanizes everything and shifts it to another level. Now, some of you might remember when you were maybe like in school, secondary school, and people were failing chemistry, just failing, failing, failing chemistry. Even those whose names are not chemi, their tree was failing, failing, right? Things were just failing. Then then our brother's teacher from where? FGGC, whatever, one private school or something. He came for a term. Did it happen in your school? Came for a term and all of a sudden, boom! People passed. That's a fruitfulness bond. Now, many times, people will now get attached to that uncle chemistry. Hoping that I will be there next year. But next year. Or maybe you are in lower class and you heard so much about the guy and you're looking forward to doing chemistry that you're not supposed to do. You put, you put it there and then the guy is gone. Right? That's a fruitfulness bond. Sometimes God brings you into a, a certain relationship and it just brings compound interest. And it looks like, oh, really, what's going on? That could be, by the way, you can have multiple bonds with the same person. So you can have somebody who's a family member, who's in faith with you, who's uh, a friend, and who helps you in your fruitfulness. Right? And the more layers you have around the bond, the greater the attachment. The more difficult it's going to be for, for there to be a break-in. Right, so fruitfulness bonds. Number five, facilitator bonds. So these guys are not in your life to cultivate. They just open doors. They're facilitators. That's what they are. They facilitate meetings. They facilitate opportunities. They facilitate loans. You know, maybe you have a project and you're trying to raise some funds, $500 million and stuff. You're like, ah, if I sell my entire generation, I can't raise a tithe of a tithe of that. And then here comes this guy saying, have you heard about XYZ 100 combinator dot slash? I'm trying to <laughs> you know, I've heard about this fund, or that grant, or this angel investor, and all of that. The person doesn't just tell you that, gives you the templates for the proposal, or gets your name in the page first, and all of that. That's a facilitator. I pray that this year you will meet some facilitators. You will, and some of those guys are coming to your life one, two, three times, but you never forget them. This is what happened with David. And oh, Lord help me, I can read about David and Jonathan. What happened with David when he said, Is there anybody in the house of Saul that I may do good to? Right? And it was Mephibosheth that they found, right? Was a descendant of Jonathan who had helped him. Because Jonathan was a facilitator. We're going to read that next. A facilitator of destiny in the life of David. Please, you will never fulfill destiny without certain bonds. If you try to fulfill destiny without the right bond, you might end up a vagabond. A vagabond is all just roaming up and down. He does not have a bond. He said, the foolish, the labor of the foolish, where every one of them, for they do not know the way into the city. So you know, you know all those club boys that were attra attracting you and approaching Unila. Did they approach you? Club boys. So yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. Did you join? No, I never did. You didn't join because you're a club by yourself. <laughs> how did i know anyway so you know one of the things they'll tell you in the club is let me show you the what the way let me show you the way the way to what getting all the girls and passing and all of that they knew that way jesus said i am the way but how many of you know you can have the way and still need a guide so the holy spirit is your guide and then the people that the holy spirit has appointed unto you God said to Moses, I'm sending you to go and deliver Egypt. Right? He said, I can't talk, I can't talk, I can't talk. Deliver Israel from Egypt. I can't talk. He said, I've sent Aaron, your brother, to meet you where? On the way. There are people you meet on the way that will shorten your journey. Receive them this year. Receive them this year. 
Your journey to 10 million is not that long. You need one good guide, one good investor, one good leader, one good mentor. I come as the prophet concerning that. In your life will shorten your journey in the realm of the spirit. You will not be held back. There will be no traffic jam. The Lord will lift you from that place and plant you in the right places. In the name of Jesus, somebody shout hallelujah. As a facilitator. Samuel was a facilitator in the life of David. We are not told, we are not told that after he poured oil, then David was looking for Samuel. Sir, excuse sir, Pro prophet sir, come and help me sir. Come and kill uh, me sir. What's the next step? We're not told. We don't know how many interactions. But sometimes two, three, four, five interactions, boom. Some of the biggest blessings to me in life so far, I've met them maybe three or four times. Some, the first time I'm meeting them, they do something major in my life that people have known for years and years have not even thought about or don't have the capacity to do. Receive destiny facilitators. In the name of Jesus. Number six, you have futuristic bonds. So fruitfulness bonds, there are different aspects. So business partners can be in your fruitfulness bonds. Investors, staff, employees, employer, um, leaders in church, facilitator bonds, they don't have to be any of that. They can be that or they can just be strangers. They can just be one-time uh, people. Futuristic bonds, you keep meeting this person or you've met him and you know there's a future here. You don't know what it is. <laughs> Especially if you're prophetic, you just, you just know that there's something. And very likely, you might meet the person two or three times in strange places where you did not know that they are supposed to be there when you see those patterns you say i first heard reverend albert oduwale say many many years ago he said a coincidence is a god incident in which he decides to stay anonymous be like why am i seeing this person why do we connect why do we like you might not talk to them often but if you talk about over the phone there seems to be some energy or excitement is most likely a futuristic bond so let's get a look and of course number seven i told you what that is let's read case study mm, before we talk about case study, let me give you jesus i'll make it very fast now in as much as these bonds are real and important you cannot bond with everybody please I like you let's bond <laughs> we look like we are good atomic elements we can have covalent bond ionic bond metallic bond covalent bond might not be convenient bond ionic can be ironic <laughs> electromagnetic can be electra magnetic do you still want to bond with the stage and bond with your seat. Let's give you a bonding applause. So, it doesn't mean you should bond everybody. And please don't feel the obligation to go on a bonding spree. <laughs> As a matter of fact, real bonds evolve into that. But the reason this is important is so if you start feeling an affinity towards certain persons, you can define or compartmentalize so that. Uh, crying will not be plenty so jesus had bonds with different people or relationships jesus had himself but then he had different circles he had one somebody say one then he had three then he had 12 then he had 70 then he had 120 then he had 5000 and then the multitudes he did not relate with everybody on the same level of intimacy not everybody who is close can be intimate. Intimacy has to be earned and tested. Right? There's, there's a, a big brother I have in the faith. I spoke with him about two, two weeks ago after a very, very long time. And I noticed something when I did my IT. He had his business in the building where I did my IT. And I said, before I employ anybody, said so i usually i think praise and fast for three days or something like that so the way it works for him is quite spontaneous as well so you can just see somebody and say oh i like that person i think person would do 
well in my business but i'm going to scan the person spiritually are we here spiritual scanner so you say tum, 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 tum. it's about to smuggle needle into your life all right so jesus had who was the one jesus had the one that jesus had was john john himself said the disciple that jesus loved you know so everybody can call me p dams but somebody can call me p dams in a different way <laughs> right well, everybody can say pops but then there's pops in pops john said is everybody's jesus but it's my jesus and you wonder did jesus actually love him more or was he just the one that loved jesus to a point where like i don't care i love you you gotta love me back because it was john that said just like moses said moses was the meekest man on earth it was john that said the disciple that jesus loved right but then he had peter james and john who were the three then he had all the other guy bartholomew and all those other people then he had some of the two missionaries that he sent out 120 disciples who stayed in the upper room he had a crowd so when people come into your life don't treat multitude people like inner circle partners we vibe we vibe we vibe we vibe don't let me see what don't let me see what's about if i say it i don't know whether i should say it, but uh, mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> right so somebody say inner cut outer cut most holy place that's how the temple was divided not everybody had the same level of access if you also want differentiation write this down head people hand people heart hearts people you can divide almost everybody in your life into head people hand people and heart people who are head people they're your thinking people they make you think either of good things or bad things you relate with them from a mental place or your hand people they are task people your handiwork people that fix your lights help you with your camera is broken down help you fix your finances and all whatnot but your heart people are your trust and transmission people those are the people in your inner space that you can be fully yourself with and they're not going to judge you hopefully <laughs> yeah um all right let's there's so many things oh no 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 this one is so important too oh lord help me now what should we do what should we do what should we do wednesday okay let me let me read that because I, I want to read the story of uh david and jonathan it's important first samuel 18 1 to 4 first samuel 18 1 to 4 very quick so that you can know the bonding i'm laying a foundation today because i don't want people to just think man and woman i don't want to start with i want to start with the generic relationships and see the dynamics of god's wisdom even in male to male and female to female relationships so there are two stories i had in mind one of them you read by yourself which is ruth and naomi you can read that from ruth chapter 1 11 to 17. ruth 1 11 to 17 there was a bond between naomi and ruth it was a bond because ruth said your god will be my god your people shall be my people i'm not going nowhere i'm following i'm attached you and based on that attachment ruth was delivered to her destiny because of the attachment between herself and and ruth who was her mother-in-law and then became her mentor and spiritual guide if you can use that expression david and jonathan first samuel 18 1 to 4 this is deep let's read together now when he had finished speaking to saul the soul, the soul of jonah read it now was knit to the soul of david and jonathan what somebody say oh depth i'm not sure it's everybody that can experience this kind of love for some people once they feel this kind of love they become gay Uh, gay gay bread so soft because a deep kind of love are you following this and for some gay people have tried to use it as a license 
to say if a man loves another man as their own soul they must no 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 you can have love for somebody that your souls are neat but your things are not neat because any small love some people are having now they're thinking about how to knit the other things <laughs> look at your neighbor say keep your needle alabere <laughs> where's that thing i sold this first service where is it where's my if you want to spoil my home economics assignments now yeah who did know economics when you have to sew i had to be, i sold it on stage oh where's the damage tailoring services <laughs> king reza apparel when you start feeling the intertwine or the newton ask what was it for david and jonathan it was not for the bed it was for the throne don't squander throne favors on bed pleasures look at somebody say don't go there so you won't have to pull out Why y'all acting all weird? <laughs> Some people are scandalized right now. Okay. This illustration is very... So please don't forget, read Ruth and Naomi to show you. Male to male, female to female. It can be deep, it can be intense. It can even be distracting at some point. But... It's for destiny, oftentimes. Yeah? Or oh, God might be using to test your resistance. <laughs> All right, let's look at this. Whole and integers. Okay? Wholeness. This is where I'm going to close. I know time. Wholeness and integers. Before you start um, consciously forming bonds, you want to ask your question or the question Am I whole? Or am I a whole? Jesus asked that man, I believe it's John chapter 5, around verse 6 or so, or verse 26, will thou be made whole? Because a healthy bond is not a fully dependent bond. It's an interdependent bond that represents the middle ground between independence and dependence. And even though emotional needs are being met in the union, the absence of the union does not lead to devastation. Or perpetual devastation it may be devastating for a while but not perpetual devastation because the sense of self is not obliterated it's just deprioritized are we seeing that so a marriage does not have to look like the husband or the wife it looks like the life of the marriage which means that both parties are still important because they're given the marriage life is the true so I give some figures um, media let's do that real quick whole are you whole or are you the, are you a whole because it takes a whole person to multiply the possibilities of another whole person if you have a whole person and you have a fractured person you're going to end up with fractions so if you are a whole one and you meet another whole one. Skits it right. You end up as one. If you are one and you are multiplied with half, what do you end up with? With half. So a half person doesn't multiply you, they divide you. So it's not okay for you to be whole. Is the person you're with whole? Now, I'm not saying perfect. That's different. Wholeness and perfection are two different things. You can have a cake 
that lacks maybe nutmeg and some sugar but it's a whole cake are you here they can have a cake that is sliced and diced and fractured uh, uh, fractured or fractioned well still if you are a quarter person and you need a quarter person the quarter will quarter your quarter you might not be a boy but end up in boys quarters I, mean, I don't mean our own boys quarters uh, not king solomon's boys quarters the other it becomes one of a 16. so the less you have under the less you're going to have under the more you have over the more because 10 is not 10 10 is 10 over one do you get it so the more you have over the more you have overcome the more you have overdone overwritten the more you are over some things the more valuable you're going to be in a relationship if you've not gone over those if you are under you're entering religion from an under place under zone under feeling under this under aged and under thicker <laughs> don't let the feeling of incompleteness be your drive to get into a relationship one over ten times one over ten will be one over a hundred what you want is a ten times ten relationship not a quarter times a quarter relationship is somebody here when you understand these things that we've said today and you get into a relationship you're getting to one from a place of value not a place of desperation do we get it into that place we're not told we're not told that jesus had a family as in when i say family biological family he did not marry a wife and raise children but did jesus bond we're not told a lot about paul's marriage and his family some people feel like he didn't get married some people feel like he got married and traveled too much and got caught up in the work of the lord but did he bond media please find me that scripture that says you would have given me your eye he said the relationship the relationship i had with certain people they could have given me their eyeball so you could invite in just say give me your eye so you'd have plucked it out so it can be very intense look at this now galatians 4 15 where is then the blessedness you speak of for i bear you record that if it had been possible you would have plucked out your own eyes both of them been given them to me do you know some wives they cannot even pluck out their hair for their husband but paul has such a deep relationship with certain people that said here their eyes would have given we need to get we need to reclaim reclaim the essence of true bonding in god can you stand wherever you are and just say god i receive the grace and the wisdom to process all of those things in the different scenarios of my life in the different scenarios of my life i receive that grace receive that grace give me the wisdom to know who fits away in my life Oh, it surely cannot be that everybody I'm attracted to be my husband. Surely cannot be. Surely cannot be. <laughs> that everybody I'm attracted to be my wife. Even if you want to do polygamy, you still will not. After you marry 1,000, you still find another one. That's ah, there's something about this girl. So, the wisdom for appropriation. Are some people to be purged? As I'm able to be put in the crowd, as I'm able to be put in the 5,000, as I'm able to be put in the summer, as I'm able to be put in the 120, and for people that are supposed to be in the three, let me know that there's Peter, James, and John, but not Peter is the head of the church, the first church, not even the John that is close to my bosom. Let me know. Let me not give John's inheritance to Peter. Let me not give Peter's inheritance to James. James will help me with the Jewish church. 
John will help me with the love letters and the intimacy. But Peter is the governing guy. Let me know. These people that love me so much that cater to my needs. Let me know which one is here for to help me with my graphics, help me with my business, help me my destiny to shepherd me. Let me know who's for those who play multiple roles in my life. Give me the wisdom to accommodate without making a mess of my life or theirs or anyone in the space. Thank you, Father, for your wisdom, for your wisdom to know the difference, for your wisdom to know who is who and to label the people in our lives accordingly in the name of Jesus. They are not entrapped in the wrong relationships for the wrong reasons, even though with the right desires in the name of Jesus. Father, for us who need to be these kinds of bonds, these kinds of people to other people, help us to step up to it in the name of Jesus. If we are the reason someone in our space is not bearing fruits, Father, help us to recognize that we are the fruitful bonders in the name of Jesus. Help us, O oh Lord, if we are supposed to be facilitators, sponsors in someone's life. Help us to grow in our capacity so that we can do such in the name of Jesus. We're supposed to be serving in a team. Help us to get rid of our self-centered nature and to devote ourselves to that team and to the service of your work in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, because there will be no disunity in this house. There will be oneness and one accord. There will be love in the name of Jesus. There is no strife. There is no room for strife in this house. The joy and the love continue to be authentic. Even as we grow, as we enlarge in numbers, in, in branches, in teams, we declare and declare that that love continues to be genuine and authentic. Anywhere anybody meets any of us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you so much, Pastor Dami. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this out.